So when I think about jobs that I want to learn more about, one that I'm so excited to dive into, but so many people, like, it's not the first that comes to their mind when they think about underappreciation is DJs. 100%. And it's so funny, because then once you actually say it, it makes so much more sense. Because I feel like in movies, sometimes it's the butt of a joke of like, oh, you're dating a DJ. Like, I've heard, I feel like I've seen that in a lot of movies, and I don't really get where that comes from or why but it just makes me want to talk about it even more, right? 100%. Yes. So, Brandon, hi, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, You do have a DJ name, I hear, and yes. I need to know what it is. Galaxy. DJ Galaxy. Yes. I love that. So, yes. like, do you introduce yourself to people with your DJ name? Is that a thing? Like, I don't. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how this works. I, I don't. Unless I'm, I'm in the space for what I do. Okay. So, it's some kind of musical context, um, an event, whatever the case is. I just tell them I'm Brandon, you know, I, I'm really modest with what I do. And if it's not about my job, I try to keep it, you know, I feel that like that. I feel that so hard. Yeah. I love. So how did you come to like get into being a DJ? And I also want to know, like, what does it take to become one? OK, so I always tell people that I come into contact with if they have a broad, um, you know, music taste, they're perfect for DJ. That, that's kind of the bottom line. So it's like, OK, yeah, I listen to me personally. I listen to. A lot of heavy metal when I'm in the gym. Uh, when I'm cleaning, I'm listening to a lot of Spanish music. When I'm in the car, I might be listening to like hip hop. It, it's always something different, but that alone, it's you can kind of cater to a crowd, yeah. right? So that that's the bottom line for me, at least I think when it comes to what it takes to be a DJ. In terms of how I started, it's uh, it's very full circle. I started dancing early in my life, and I was a break dancer. Oh, so I, I, so I had a cool. dance crew in high school, like the whole nine. We went, we performed shows. That's we were, so cool. We were on a local TV show in, in Orlando. Um, just all of it. We were we were really big on dancing. That's all we wanted to do, all we cared about. And then there were a lot of times where we would go to parties, events, that all we wanted to do was dance. Mm -hmm. And the DJ sucked. Oh, DJ, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. What is, yeah. Yes, they always say that when it comes to big events, especially weddings, the most important thing, the food and the DJ. It's oh. crazy. But the DJ is also the most underrated because you'll see yes. you'll see a lot of people yes. at weddings. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just gonna play my Spotify. Or yeah, no, I have no, a no. Playlist. It's so underrated, but it's so important. If I can give you one tip for a wedding, please make sure that your DJ is a DJ. Yeah, you know saying he's doing what he needs to yeah. do because they they narrate and curate the the vibes of the entire event, mm -hmm. and you don't you don't really pay, you don't really know this until it's too late until the mm -hmm. wedding is happening. It's like. We've um, been to a lot of events where Avery and I just look at each other. We're like, we can't even understand what they're saying, or like, yeah. like the microphone is too muffled, muffled or but like too loud, distorted. Yeah, and it just kind of ruins it. There, there's layers to this. But sorry, go back, go no, back, no, no, go no, back. No, no. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was my issue, and we had one DJ, which was tip. Uh, ironically, he was a DJ for a lot of our school events. Mm -hmm. His wife also worked at our school. So and she oh. that's how we kind of got in contact with him. But she was the sponsor for our group because every organization in the school needed a sponsor. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, put us in contact with him after I graduated high school. I was like, you know, I'm still dancing. I wanted to do music. I always wanted to do music, but I didn't know which way to go. And um, I was like, let me let me maybe kind of see where this goes. So I get into contact with him. We meet up one day at a, at a just a local festival in the area. And uh, he's like, you need a board, you need a laptop. When you get both of those, come talk to me. And when I downloaded it. was a board? Like uh, a DJ board. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so DJ controller, DJ board. Um, there's a lot of different. Like ones. a soundboard kind of thing. Um, but it is. Turntables. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. That okay, might okay, be like okay. how most people yeah. understand it. But this is set up that you see people touching and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, the controller slash board is an all-in-one thing. So you okay. don't need as many things to get started. Um, so yeah, got my board, got my, my uh, laptop. And then we met. He started teaching me the ropes, the kind of the fundamentals of what to know, the DJ. What would some of those fundamentals be? Um, so crowd, crowd, uh, reading the crowd okay. is a huge one. Transitions, uh, music diversity, uh, when to kind of change songs. Because a lot of times you'll see DJs play five, six songs in one genre. And it's like, okay, you know, like, let's switch it up. Kind of get tired of this. So there's rules. There's little rules and tricks that you can do with stuff like that. 
Um, so he basically showed me the ropes of those kind of techniques and tricks. I already understood music on a way that I, I can't really explain other than being a dancer, you know, just knowing counts and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I say all that to say that he got me my first gig at an Applebee's. That was, oh, that's that, so was, cool. that was my first gig. Was like, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a residency. There's a few Applebee's in Central Florida that have DJs on the weekends. That's I did not know that. People that's don't dance. So Most cool. Applebee's you go to it doesn't happen. I've only seen it in Florida. Um, um cool. Florida. 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 Oh yeah. Florida my goodness. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how I got started. I, I was doing you know fill-ins at his his residencies. Started doing parties, and you know the the ball starts to roll, and here we are. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so. sorry. Am I like my brain is just like mind blown? Cause yeah. like, and I, here's a big question. And it, it like it always comes off so weird because when I ask it, I don't mean like, oh, so anyone can be a DJ. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy. But I mean more from like an accessible aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need like necessarily like a degree. It's something no. that like is really accessible to people who have like you either have it or you don't. Yes. You know, you either like have the music taste can read a crowd because some people struggle with that especially Absolutely. a lot of like i'm neurodivergent i know a lot of neurodivergent people struggle with people reading mm-hmm. but like if you have the skills it's something that's really accessible to people Absolutely. which is awesome which is also something that i've been looking a lot into when looking at all these different professions of like what's really accessible and what's something that's a little bit harder to get into like mm-hmm. firefighters and we talked about not too long ago super accessible but there's still a mm-hmm. lot that go yeah you you need a high school diploma or a ged okay um, which of course, you know, there's a lot of physical requirements that go into it yeah, as well. Yeah. The gear is heavy, but you know, just like, you know, you either have the music taste and crowd reading abilities or you, or don't. you don't like there's still skills that are required for these careers, but they're still a lot more accessible than like becoming a neurosurgeon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I completely agree. And like, but there's so many different types of people that like listening. So I just like pointing that out when, you know, there's a lot of kids where, you know, college isn't for everybody mm-hmm. and it's not always, I, I don't like when schools are like, that's the way. You have to go. I so I, I always just like really pointing out like things that are a little bit more accessible that don't necessarily require a college degree. So it's funny you say that because I was literally in college. Really? When I started. Yeah. yeah. I was going to school for this was like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, uh, isn't it crazy that it feels like yesterday? Yeah, yeah, and you're oh, like, oh, it wasn't. It don't was even not. Get me started. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was, yeah, it was like 12 years ago. <laughs> um, I, it was something in music, uh, the degree I was going for music. Audio engineering or something along those oh, lines. Oh, that's so yeah, something cool. Something along those lines. I didn't even know that was a degree. That's yeah. awesome. And it was just kind of to get into the realm of producing. And, and like I said, I always wanted to do music. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then I, I kind of, in the meantime, I was like, I don't know. I just, let me start DJing. That's and then as, I, as so I'm DJing, cool. my grandma's like, you need to go back to school. You need to go back to school. Now my grandma's like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so great. What? Yes, yes. So, I get that completely. Um, all that oh. to say, like, again, you know, you said college might not be for everyone, mm-hmm. but it isn't something very hard to get into. Yeah. I do think that that adds to the stigma that it's like, oh, man, I got another DJ uh, yeah, 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 or another yeah. rapper or whatever the case yeah. is. But so st- I had I had some SoundCloud rappers in my high school classes. I'll have to show you. <laughs> they made me. Uh... OK, I have to tell you this. I have to see if I can find it, too. If I don't have it, I'm going to be devastated. I just remembered. So. I gave my students a project once where they did um absolute what what was it no, no no for world history it was absolute rulers but then for American history it was some of the founding fathers okay. where they had to make songs um and I had two boys they were assigned George Washington okay and they really like they were SoundCloud rappers so they they took this they personally. took this yeah. so <laughs> seriously I have to find it please send it to me whatever. <laughs> gosh i have to find it it was and like was it perfect the 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 words were not all correct but you know it was still so good and there was clearly so much effort like it was so good i have to see it now is it on youtube is this no because they were minors so i couldn't post Uh, it for sure i have i'll I'll look through my thing and if we need to like go back and edit it in to the episode hilarious because they're not minors anymore a long time ago this was my second year teaching and they were sophomores so they definitely graduated by now I'll find it. Okay. If, if we need to edit it back in, we'll do a little like, That'll stay tuned for, boo, 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 oh, I'll play like the first oh, moment. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I would pay to see that. <laughs> but it was so, 
it was so funny and it but yeah sorry i was the adhd no 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 you're right but again like it just goes back to that that same stigma yes um but the ones that obviously find a a path and what they do they separate themselves yeah from everyone else um, so do you think that with, you know, because obviously it can be a very saturated a saturated field because it's a little easier to get into and there's some who really find their way and some that don't. Mm-hmm. Do you find in the DJ industry, like, is there a lot of camaraderie or do you think there's a lot of like, so, I don't know, I don't know exactly how to phrase it, um, like side-eyeing because you, you don't necessarily have colleagues yeah. that you would like be petty at work or anything mm-hmm. like that. But do you find there's a lot of like, clickiness like any bullying like anything like that in the dj industry so like there's layers to it okay you know? so I'm like ready. coming up everyone is is kind of on the same page you know right. we're all trying to make it we're all trying to figure it out right um but at the point that i'm at now i can definitely say that i've seen i've seen where people are being a little uh slick here okay or or you know their their noses in the air like you know it's it's weird and it's not it's not bold you know it, it's kind of just like on the low and you kind of pick it apart um but for the most part a lot of the people that i have in the space we're, we're all on the same mission and uh there's enough pie for everyone no yes mean? we were just talking about this when it comes to like even just the content the world. content yeah. well yeah there's enough pie for everyone i think where people find issues is obviously like when somebody has content that replicates yours very heavily, almost to the point where maybe they're copying exactly what you're doing. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, if you're doing what you're doing and you're successful in your own right, it's hard to find something to be negative about what, what someone else is doing. Yeah. You know, especially when you're focusing so much on what you're on doing. Your, I think you know? if you're focusing on so much of what you're doing, it's very difficult to have energy to be mad about what someone else is doing. Yeah, especially if they're doing something good. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I like tell, that a lot. I see it because I get so many comments on the regular negative stuff. Oh yeah, I, people find so many. No 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 no. no, 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 no. Okay. I, I have people okay. that just like, does anyone else not like how this guy looks? What? Oh, this is like, wait, 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 wait. What did I do to you? We're supposed to be listening and hearing. Bro, I was like, what? what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so like, rude. wait, listening to what I'm doing, but you're looking at me, and that's where you have the problem. I'm telling you, I get, I almost wanted to do a YouTube compilation of the craziest comments I've received. Uh, so I used to do a real thing said in my classroom. That was my skit. I'm gonna have to do it now. I did real things said in my comments. I'm gonna, I'm gonna for do a while, it. but they kept it. getting reported by the people who were mad. I was posting. I, I might blur. I might blur out their names, but it's so bad. And I'm just like, dude, I, at this point where I'm at now, I quite literally maybe for like the last six months to a year, I'll just be like. I'm sorry you feel that way, dude. I hope you have a great day. Usually what I will do, like, I will take their comment mm-hmm. and I will, like, reverse it into, like, them. But I'll never attack someone for, like, their appearance or anything mm-hmm. like that. So if they were to say, does anyone hate how this guy looks? Like, I would probably, like, take that. Does anyone hate what this guy says? Like That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> and, and my barber, I, wasn't my barber, or no, it was my tattoo artist. I just, yeah, I told you, I just got yeah, a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he's like, nah, dude, I just delete stuff and keep it moving. And I'm like, I did, but I didn't want people to feel like they won. Yeah, You know, like, I don't want to delete the comments. I got to him. Like, I, it's like, why would you go out of your way to be mean to someone? Like, I want you to feel like you shouldn't keep doing that. I don't want you to just go on to the next person and, like, continue being mean. No, I want someone to call you out. No, I don't want someone to completely destroy your self-esteem. Okay. But I want, like, I'm not going to sit there and, like, make fun of how someone looks and I'm not going to sit there and like be like brutal and mean and cruel like that. I'm not a bully, but like I want someone to make them think for a second of, oh yeah, maybe that was rude. Yeah. Okay. And that's why, because I literally do these positive comments and then I don't, that's all I say. And then everyone comes in and is like, look at you, dude, you look dumb. Look, don't you feel stupid? So I love, I'm just, I cannot. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So then maybe based on what you just said, the answer might be no, and mm-hmm. that's totally okay. Um, we would prefer that. Okay. Um, but the, so a big theme that I've, a big theme that we've talked about in a lot of my episodes is that in many professions, there's always 
bad apples who ruin it for everybody else. Okay. There are teachers who maybe make decisions that they shouldn't and then it becomes a stereotype mm -hmm. for other teachers. There are definitely police officers who make Oops. awful decisions Absolutely. and then it becomes a stereotype for everybody else. Same goes with hairstylists, nurses, firefighters. Yes. So like, have you seen anything like that in the DJ world? 100%. Oh, okay. And oh, yeah. I actually just seen this video. I re-saw this video. I don't even know if re-saw is a word. But that's I, okay, that's I, okay. <laughs> I witnessed this video a second time, and it's this woman that is DJing at some sort of festival, and she's doing all the DJ things. All the things. All the, yeah. all the things, right? And if you're in the crowd, it looks like she's doing all the things right. the DJ does. That, however, this angle that you're seeing the video from isn't from the crowd. It's from somebody behind her doing maybe some kind of promotional video for her. And if you look closely, she's quite literally pressing nothing half the time. If, if this is my DJ board and this is the button, she's, she's making her own buttons. And that's just one, that's just one aspect of why this video is so wrong. She's, she's pressing buttons that don't exist. The board wasn't on. Oh, so she was like a fraud. Absolutely. Oh my God. And it, it sucks because like you said, it's one person that ruins it for everybody. So people already think that I just press buttons. That all you I just do push is, a play I button just press and you're it, good. And it, or it's fake or it's pre-recorded. Even though I've proven to people, which I don't have the energy to do anymore, that it's not pre-recorded. Right. But she is reinforcing that idea. And on the on the other side of the play devil's advocate, what I've just learned within the last couple of years is that a lot of these major festivals, they quite literally require a lot of DJs to do a pre-recorded set because they run on time constraints. This DJ set is from 11 to 11.45. At 11.47, the next DJ's on. So you don't have time to kind of mix and, and do right. stuff. So. There are times with uh, these bigger festivals. When it's recorded. Where it is, yeah, it is pre-recorded. But in general, like, and I know that there's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, what's the big deal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, that takes out half the job, which is reading the crowd yes. and, like, getting everything situated and doing everything on the fly based on how the crowd yes. is feeling. Like, that's what the job is supposed to be. Yes. And to a degree, like, it, it, it works and it doesn't because when, when you see these big DJs, like, when you think DJ Snake, Skrillex, Tiesto, all these big DJs, they have a certain sound or a certain expectation of what you expect from them. So a lot of times, honestly, it does make sense for them to do a pre-recorded set, but even the work that goes into that pre-recorded set is a lot. I'll give them the credit for that. However, when it comes to anything less than that or anything smaller, it, it's, it's, it's such a gray area. Right, right. You know? Um, so there, there are moments where there's other DJs that kind of make it tough. That makes um, sense. You know, so, yeah. that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, or if you want me to bring up yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even like weddings, wedding DJs too is, is, and I have one reason I stopped doing weddings, but there is a lot of weight in a wedding. There's a lot yeah. of expectation, a lot of weight. Um, it's probably one of the most professional things because you're leaving such a lasting impression. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I think a lot of DJs do things they might do in other events, drinking, being too lax stuff like that where uh it can it can ruin the name for other djs so well um someone sent me a story about how they they kind of unintentionally ruined like part of the wedding okay but no one knows to this day no one knows it was them so this dj was djing a wedding okay and it was time to do the toasts mm -hmm. right so you know the dj obviously has his own microphone gave one microphone to the um, maid of honor, gave mm -hmm. another microphone to the best man. Okay. Meant to turn his microphone down, accidentally turned the best man's microphone down. So when the maid of honor went up to go speak, the DJ set his microphone down and was like, oh, I finally have a moment of, of quiet and of silence and just farted. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. And right next to the microphone. And because the maid of honor was up there with the mic, everyone thought it was her. Okay, that took a complete left turn. I didn't. Have, I thought it was just like, like, they looked back at him like, really, no, dude? They thought it was the maid of honor. Oh, and no. she just, bless her heart, she was mortified. And then he was so embarrassed, he didn't say anything. So he just kind of let her take the fall for it. And she was so embarrassed and she tried to play and she's like, who was that? But that just made everyone think it was her even more. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, 
Wait, does she, been... does she know the DJ? No, I don't. I don't oh, think he's so. A he doesn't think so. He's yeah, a villain. he's a villain. Yeah, for sure. he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. But the question is, is he more or less of a villain than the next DJ that I had? I only got one other wedding story, I think. One other wedding story. I have one, too. Okay, uh, okay. You. Do you want to go first? You want me to I'll, go first? I'll piggyback up okay. yours. Okay, So I, I, I've been DJing for almost 10 years now. Okay. Oh, so wow. It, yeah, so it's kind of hard to remember some of the stuff I've experienced. And I like to have these conversations because you, you kind of just rekindle things. Yeah. There was one wedding I did at a barn venue, and... Uh, amazing crowd super lively crowd very very charismatic families on both sides and it was time to do the toast and a lot of times for weddings the bridal party is drinking yeah way before they like yeah any formalities start and this maid of honor drank so much i i i, I didn't understand it until it was in the moment and oh, no. yeah they, they wanted me to do something about it but anyways she drank so much. It's time for her to give her uh, her speech. And she's the sister, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> so she starts talking, but then she starts going on and on and on. She's rambling. And then she starts talking about stuff that is just so off the wall. So then they're asking me, like, hey, you got to go stop her. You got to cut her off. You got to take a little Yeah, yeah, you got to go cut her off. You got to stop her. And I'm like, me? I was like, I am not, I am <laughs> I not doing this. Like, There's yes. no way. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Because the way it was set up, it's like, okay, say if you're the, the bride, okay. groom, she's right here next to her. There's tables all back here, but it's like they're isolated. So, and there's a camera. So, you have to like walk in front of the I have room. to walk in front of everyone to take this like, mic hey, away. Nah, 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 nah. And, and mind you, it was like uh, maybe one of the parents that said this to me. So, it's not like everyone else knows. Hey guys, everyone, DJ's gonna go take this mic from her. So if I go up and grab the mic from her, it just looks like you're like I'm the bad hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta Kanye but West the, here. The real best quick. man has the greatest toes of all time. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, long story short, the dad, you know, he has the dad thing. He comes and he's like, "Hey, sweetie," and I'm like, so she starts like fighting with him, and she's like, "Oh, like let me say what I have to say." She's fighting with him. And it's like, like people are laughing, but it's like, yo, there's no way she's this bad. She ends up uh, taking it super personally, and uh, oh the toast, God. the toast is over. We do all the dances, dance floors popping, we're going crazy. I, I, this whole time, I haven't seen the sister. I went outside, I think, to grab something during um, maybe some event they did in the middle of the whole reception. She is boohoo crying outside. You guys hate me. You always treat me like this. And I'm like, girl. And anyways, girl, <laughs> they would have pinned that on me. Yeah. So, so I'm just glad I, I wasn't me. They will. They tried to put you in a, they knew. a situation. They, a crossfire in the crossfire. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. So, yeah, made of honor situation. See, that's the thing is that like there are so many things that go on at events where like it's not necessarily the dj's fault oh. but sometimes people just put them in the middle yeah, they're just and it just becomes an impossible situation yep. like someone else sent me a story about how they were djing a wedding okay and something was going on with the power they just wanted to check the circuit breaker really quickly so they were trying to go to the back and just find you know where that would be at this event at okay. this venue because yeah. they couldn't find the, the yeah it's normal i do that all the time yeah um, as they're looking in closets, um, hear that there are people back there and stumbles upon the groom with the maid of honor, um, like hours before this wedding starts, like as they're all setting up. Oh my and gosh, bro. They like, obviously they're like, you can't say anything. You can't tell anybody. If you say oh, so anything, this, like they know he's there. That's my point. Yeah, okay. They know okay. he's there and like, you can't say anything. Like you're going to ruin the wedding. And he's like. Why are you getting married, man? You know, like, yeah. what? And then he had to decide whether or not he was going to say something. All right. So and he ended up not. Okay. Well, I don't know. What, what do you think the right answer would have been? Like, I don't, I personally, but like, I don't, I would have said something. But I also know that, like, you don't know what his financial situation is. Does he need that job? Would he be able to still get paid? I like, I don't know. It's a bottom line. It's a conflict of your morals. Yeah. And your business. I always put morals first. That's but I know not everybody does. It's just bottom line. It's yeah. because it's like you don't want to be that guy. But I, right. I think you would only be that guy to those two. I yeah. think everyone else would be like, thank you. Yeah. You know, because yeah. in reality. That saves her. 
it, a it lot. Was a, it was a lie, yeah. it, you know, it, and who knows how long this has been happening. Exactly. And how long it would continue to happen. And then after. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And then once you get kids involved, like it becomes even messier. Like, yeah, I always sometimes even to a fault, I always put personal friends and morals before business. Yes. And I know not everyone does that and it's okay. And I'm not saying that anyone who does is a horrible human. Mm. I just, that's my preference. I, and I, I try to separate them. You know, because that. it's it's kind of hard with certain professions to, yeah, to put one above another. Yes. Um, but I try to separate them. If there comes a time where I have to, you know, place my morals above them, you know, I, I think I'll in 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 hope I would do my best. Right. To exactly. Do that. Exactly. Um, but you know, you people who it's very easy to be on the outside looking in course. and saying, "Oh, I would do." XYZ, but you know, actually being there in the moment is very different. Like people can have experience or people can have ideas on, well, if I was, if I was that teacher, I would, or if I was that parent or if I was that teacher, like you don't actually know unless you've lived it and you could think, oh yeah, I would respond in this manner, but you never actually know until you You are there. Until you're in the moment, until the light's on you. um... And you know, it's just people putting DJs in really bad positions and it makes them look bad or good and it's not really their fault or someone else sent me another one okay and this poor dj um he was hired for a high school prom okay and he was getting everything ready you know making sure everything was appropriate like minor friendly like things like that no explicit and they were told hey um we want you to play this one song i think it was uh whiskey in a jar by metallica okay and we want you to dedicate it to this kid no problem, can absolutely do that. Okay. So time comes for him to play that song, and he grabs the microphone. He says, hey, we're about to play this song for this kid. Why don't we bring him up to the front? And this is dedicated to him. Like, we definitely want to. Honor- he doesn't know what he's being honored Make a for. moment for it. He okay. just knows, like, we're supposed to honor Well, the crowd starts getting very upset, and people start yelling at him, cussing him out. The school didn't tell him that this was a student who passed in a car crash a month ago. And they were trying to honor him and memorialize him. Oh, and so, man. But no one told him. So when he was like, hey, bring him up, he just looked like a complete jerk and traumatized all his school friends. Everyone's mad at him, but no one told How was he supposed he, to know? He can't say face. This is the thing. Is, oh, they didn't tell me. Do. It's like, yeah. And, and, you could say anything and no one's going to believe you because right. you just went off the deep end. Right. And like wow. once you cross that line, you're just, you're dying. I feel so bad. It's so unfortunate. And kids are ruthless. Mm-hmm. And you know this person. Oh, yeah. 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 Kids, kids are ruthless. Kids, kids are, are <laughs> relentless. They're ruthless. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I'll just piggyback off that really quick. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, it's not a funny story, but it just, it's like oh, one of those things. Well, that one wasn't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like. An awareness thing. Obviously, this DJ had no awareness, but I don't know if you've ever seen that clip of that. It's like a prom homecoming, and they're doing the the dances, the slow dances, and it's a, a boy and a girl, and the girl's in a wheelchair. Oh, uh-uh, I haven't seen this. So he goes, and they're going to dance. He plays Ed Sheeran, and the song starts, When your legs don't work like they used no. to. And everybody was just like... <laughs> And they picked that song? No, he picked that song. The DJ picked this song? No! 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 Oh my gosh! It it went super viral. I I thought you might have seen it. Now that you say it, it's ringing a bell. No. I feel bad laughing, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you you have to to think about it. And read the room. Yeah, man. I don't know. Oh my gosh. It's just little moments like that where the DJ just could be the bad guy. Yes. Be the bad guy. Yes. My mind is blown for a moment. (laughs) Or, well, like, there's even, you know, not just people making him the bad guy, but there's having a bad situation or even, like, an irresponsible client can cost DJ so much. Yeah, it happens all And, like, you know, your equipment is not cheap. Nope. You know, the the turntables, all the speakers, like, the lights, everything. Mm -hmm. It costs a lot of money. And I know a little bit about, like, what the lights and some of the equipment cost. It's it's not cheap, guys. Yeah, it's expensive. It's not cheap. (laughs) So... Someone sent me a story about how, um, actually, I have I have two relevant stories. Okay. Um, one guy sent me a story. He wanted to become a DJ. He was working on advertising for so long and finally got his first gig. Okay. Um, someone said, hey, we have a rave going on. 
we would love for you to DJ. He's like, well, this is my first time. I just want to make sure you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be perfect for this rave. Cool. So he gets to the address of this rave, and it's at a YMCA. Okay. And he's like, I don't think this is what I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah. So he goes and sees that the YMCA set up this little stage for him. Okay. okay that was really nice. So he sets things up, you know, is like, you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Within the first 30 minutes is, you know, doing all the DJ things, mm -hmm. like trying to get the crowd yeah, pumped up, 100%. jumping up and down, fist pumping the air, and the stage just collapses. Oh, no. They did not set it up right. They did not set it up properly. It was not sturdy. And he was okay, but so much of his equipment was just destroyed oh. because, you know, it either fell or had something fall on it or yeah. took a tumble and then kept rolling and then like the kids who were all jumping stepped on something like so much of his equipment was destroyed and then the ymca people came out and are yelling at him like mike wh what happened what and then he's like what do you mean what happened you set up this stage what happened with the stage this is a safety liability yeah yeah and the ymca people won did not want to refund him any of the equipment, did not want to pay for anything, none of the damages, anything, but they were more upset that then like their little event for the kids was now ruined because he didn't have the equipment to keep it going. Like so much of his equipment yeah, was damaged. Yeah. He was now like, I need to go and get myself checked out to make sure I'm not hurt. And their, their priority was, well, what about the event? Well, my guy, this is a person. <laughs> this is a human being. First lesson as a DJ, read the room. And this is, what event do you think is going to happen now? Yeah, and it's absolutely wild. And it's just like, it goes to show that there are so many people when you when they're hired, DJs, for, for example, okay. like what we're talking about, that like clients just kind of view them as like service, men. service yeah. or objects, yeah. like yeah, yeah. a human being yeah, 100%. that was just hurt because of your negligence. That's so... That's so not okay. It's so strange, man. Like I don't know. I've I've worked a lot of jobs, and uh, I've worked a lot of serving jobs as a waiter. Mm -hmm. So I've seen firsthand how some people treat people when it comes to feeling like an object. Yeah, yeah. And it just blows my mind. It's like, okay, it's what? Crazy. Wh where do you come from, or what do you do, or where have you been hiding in your entire life where you just don't know how to interact with another exactly. person? Exactly. You know, it's exactly. Crazy. It doesn't make any sense. And then um, something else where, like, again, just a really terrible situation that someone put the DJ in. And there's not even necessarily, like, a bad guy or a good guy. Like, this is a very, like, chaotic, neutral kind of story okay. where it just sucks for everybody. Um, but so there was a DJ where he and a couple of DJ buddies kind of created a company where, you know, they are sharing equipment. They okay. will rotate off who will take the jobs. Absolutely. Like, it's a very, like, they love the system. They love how yeah, it, works. it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the guy who used the equipment last was about to go out of town, said, hey, I have everything in my truck. It's parked at my house or at my apartment or where it's parked wherever I live. Yeah. Um, I'm leaving you the keys so that you can go get whatever you need. Every but I day. just left it there yeah. so that it was in a safe, secure spot that, like, not a lot of crime goes on in this area. No one's going to break into the truck. Like, it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And you can just go get whatever you need. Okay. So we did. Well, uh, I guess there was a neighbor who knew who the truck belonged to and just saw this random person that they didn't know yeah. going through their neighbor's truck and taking out very expensive equipment and very expensive DJ things, and they called the police. Well, police didn't get there before he left, so instead the neighbor followed him to the event so that the police could meet them there. Um, not that the person in the car knew it was, like, an event or anything. They just thought that they were going back to the guy's yeah, house. Yeah, So then when the DJ pulls up to the event and the client is waiting outside, the client just sees the DJ pull up with eight different police officers following them, saying, hey, what are you doing? Stop. Freeze. We got to ask you a bunch of questions. And the DJ is just as confused as the client, but the client, like, just thinks, oh, guy, yeah. my guy. What did I hire? What are you doing? Yeah. What are, who did I hire? What's going on? And then, like, has to explain, I actually don't know what's happening. And, like, it's one of those things where, what would you do in that moment, you know? Like, the neighbor genuinely was concerned said, that their neighbor was being robbed. Not on my watch. The DJ was genuinely, like, just minding their own business. The client, gen like, what would yeah. you think, you know? Most people wouldn't think the worst. 
So it's one of those things where, like, is it fair that it happened? No. Yeah. Would most people be concerned if they thought their neighbor was getting robbed? Yeah. Probably. Especially yeah. No crime. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Especially if it's like a pretty safe area. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like it's so unfair and it's like chaotically neutral in a way that like no one's really the jerk, kind of. But that severely impacted, like, what if that client then turned around and went on Yelp and was like, don't worry about it. I don't want you to come to my event. Yeah. I don't know who you are. And he then went on Yelp. With... Like, he showed up and got arrested. <laughs> like, don't hire this guy. Like, that's so unfortunate. Yeah, 100%. And it's just, it's one of those things where does that happen often? Hopefully not. But it's still a very unfortunate situation that then is going to impact this guy's career. career yeah. Because DJs just have to have this expensive equipment and it's easier and more cost effective to share it. Yeah. Share share equipment, share gigs, share the company, the the there's just so many layers to it. But Right. That's an anomaly. That does that does not happen. Right. It, exactly. It, and a lot of these stories that we're telling, they don't like not every DJ is falling off of no. the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are not like and we talk about this a lot in a lot of episodes. Most of our interactions with customers, clients, parents, whatever, oh, are, oh, are neutral. Normal, yeah. You know? And of course then you get like really awesome experiences. But it's the bad ones that can sometimes really damage our careers. Yeah and really create harmful stereotypes about people in those jobs. And like, that's what we're here to raise awareness about. Yeah, yeah. it's just one drop of oil in the water and all of a sudden the whole thing is is uh, a mixture. Yeah. Um, that's like the Spider-Man meme. It's like, I, the, yeah. the, she's pointing yeah. at him and the office yeah. is pointing oh, at him. Happening? <laughs> or the office. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Have you had any experiences in your job where you're like, this is, this, we're like, whether it be colleagues or employers, clients, whatever, who are just like, this is making my job so much harder than it needs to be. Oh man, I'm trying to dig. Uh, I've had some events like that at Applebee's um, where, again, we're at an Applebee's. Yeah. It's not yeah. that serious. Yeah. You know? um, and, and some people have taken it really serious. I love that. Uh, this is an Applebee's. Yeah, like, come on, man. This is your friendly neighborhood, Applebee's. Let's, <laughs> let's keep it that way. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another. I, I did have an event that I did, and this is this is when I uh, I started to catch some traction on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is 2021. Things are starting to open up again, and um, I got offered to DJ an event in Vegas. It was like oh, a, so cool. Yeah, my first time in Vegas. It was this TikTok meetup. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm DJing for TikTok and whatever the case is. All time, it wasn't TikTok themselves. Oh. Yeah. It was some group of people that wanted to do an event for people. For TikTokers. For TikTokers. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But at the time, I had a, a pretty decent following. I think I had maybe like 200,000 on the t- at the time. Awesome. Anyways, they, uh, they booked me for the event and we agreed on a price. We agreed on, on all the things, the equipment rentals, all the stuff. Um, insurance, all these things. At least I thought so. Right, right, right. Right? So then I get there. I DJ the event. The event was kind of strange. It was a very off-the-wall event. They had an Elvis Presley uh, impersonator. impersonator <laughs> and and they had other TikTokers that they were like, oh, we have this guy. He has 2 million followers. And everyone's like, oh. And, you know, it was, it was very weird, just the energy that was going on. Anyways, after the event, you know, I'm trying to get paid. I'm trying to get my money. Right. And uh, I go to their hotel room to talk to the guy about the money. And I think he, he shorted me like a few hundred dollars. And I'm just like, oh, what is this? He's like, oh, well, you know, we had to pay for the insurance. We had to do this. And I'm like, that's not what we agreed on. And he's like, well, yeah, well, I had to pay for it. He's like, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, this is not what we talked about. So I, I go talk to one of the other guys that set the whole thing up. And I'm telling him the whole th- situation. And he's like, oh, no. So he's, he's kind of uh, in a rut. He's distraught, not knowing what to do. And uh, essentially what ended up happening is they came in and they gave me the money I was owed and then like an extra hundred dollars. As they should. The and and they, they uh, I guess, full circle moment, the following year they wanted to do another event and they wanted me to DJ it again. I did such a great job, but they're like, hey, we cut ties with this guy because, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um, I've had moments, yeah, 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 for sure. I've had moments like that. It's kind of hard to sit back and think of all the times that it's happened because for every maybe... 25 30 events i've done maybe you get one little exactly instance. exactly um but yeah at the top of my head i can't think of anything i'm lying uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm lying 
So, but this wasn't on them. This was 100% on me. Okay, I okay. was still, you know, fresh legs. Everyone makes mistakes, and that happens, and that's okay. And, okay, so, again, I started at Applebee's. This right. was my bread and butter, right. or whatever the case is. I love that. Yeah. What yeah, do they yeah. have? What is it? I know some places have, like, specific, like, roll, like Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, 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 like what? Olive Garden breadsticks or something. Yeah, their breadsticks are better. <laughs> I know they have appetizers. Yeah, yeah, drinks. Yeah. They have really cheap drinks. I have Applebee's in years. Anyways, um, I remember that I had, this was like my first big party. It was a graduation party. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm super excited about it. I, I, I set up, I, I get all my music ready. I, I drive to the event. I'm there. And it's not quite literally until I, I start playing music that I, I realize I don't have my laptop charger with me. Oh no! Yeah. I, I must be like a couple years in, maybe less than two years in DJing. But this was like one of my first big parties, and I left my charger. I live an hour and thirty minutes away, at, at least with traffic. But it was an hour and thirty minutes both ways. Oh no! There, yeah. So I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Again, the guy who got me my my gigs at Applebee's, my mentor, he uh, he got me that gig. He was DJing Applebee's that night. So I sent my friend to go back home to to get a charger but again it was an hour and a half away so he's like dude we're not gonna make it so he goes to my cousin that lives kind of in the area maybe 20 minutes away he uh he gets her laptop charger he comes back i'm like okay we're good laptop charger doesn't fit that apple no. charger doesn't fit uh, I'm, I'm i'm trying to fix oh it which whichever way yes yes just go maybe please, if i like <laughs> a little bit it did not work and uh i think it got to a point where my laptop died if i'm if i remember correctly my laptop died so what ended up happening is that the guy who got me the gig, his name's Johnny. Johnny had to come and take over the gig for me. And it was like, it just felt like I got, you know, sunned, you know, like, like it, it did, he didn't do it intentionally, but he came, he's apologized to the guy because it's a dad for his daughter's graduation. He's super upset, which again goes back to what we were talking about with the clients, just not being understanding. Like they, they see things one way, that's it. He's super mad. Johnny's talking him down. Johnny sets up and he gets the, the party started right away. Zero to 100, boom. Oh. And he's like, this means you have to go DJ at Applebee's. So I got my head down. I'm just like, oh, here I go. I go DJ at Applebee's. And, I, and now looking back, it was such a crazy thing. I get to Applebee's. One of the bartenders at Applebee's has a, a laptop charger that fits no. <laughs> I was like, this is where I was it meant to be. This is where I was meant to be. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. Like, you know what? It happens. Like, people have off days yeah. sometimes. And, you know, you try to limit those as best as possible. Yes. But, like, people are human beings. 100%. And, you know, just like you, you would like someone to show you some grace when you're having an off day. Mm -hmm. That means that you also have to show people some grace. And, like, you can be frustrated that yeah. things aren't going your way. Absolutely. But you don't need to sit there and, like scream your head off Destroy at people them. Yeah, yeah you don't have to like wish harm on them yeah you know? absolutely like, that's absolutely ridiculous especially if it's like a, a particular thing right because right. it was a laptop charger but it right. wasn't like my laptop charger i don't have the right speakers i showed up looking crazy it, right in instances like that's like, okay buddy you know there's a lot of things going on yeah but if it's, if it's one thing, you know, police are coming behind me. Hey, I didn't know that this was Exactly. This was I had no idea that they were following me. me. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. someone thought I was you stealing that, that equipment. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is my equipment. I helped pay for it. Like, yeah. you could have. And, of course, they had to call the friend and verify, and they did. But, like, you know. Yeah. It's, some things are just out of your control that you just, you cannot help. Yeah. And it impacts your job. But do you think that there are any like major misconceptions? I mean, we already talked about people thinking you just hit the play button. But do you think there are any other misconceptions about DJs that the public either just doesn't know or doesn't understand or anything like that? Man, uh, play button is huge. Uh huh. That like, that, I think that's one of the easiest ones. Um, that is very easy. The job I would say is simple. Mm -hmm. You know, you are playing music for people, but to separate a regular DJ and someone that is going to have you thinking, this is a great DJ, or I'm gonna remember that night, or I wanna get this guy's information, he was so good. Those are two different things. Absolutely. Um, I think another big misconception, at least in my experience, is that DJs are just out here just hooking up with everybody. <laughs> 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 I, I just, you know, wherever they go, whatever they do, 
Uh, they're just out here. And that couldn't be any further from the truth in my experience. Okay, now, okay. Now, do some DJs maybe try to leverage their attention because, you know, all eyes are on them? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Possibly. That would make sense. But when people think it happens to me, I'm just like, no, you are very wrong. At least in a lot of in-person events. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. people, I, don't get me wrong, people will send me messages online sometimes and they're just like, hey, like, I think you're super cute or, or, or. Yeah. Which is, even that doesn't happen very often. But, or they'll, they'll try to talk about music to kind of like segue their way yeah, into yeah, things. Yeah, people, they'll make their move. They'll yeah. make their shot. Yeah. But overall, like, it, like, it doesn't happen, you know, or, or maybe it's because I am very uh, tunnel vision when I'm DJing. I do, I do not drink. I am, you know, very professional. It's, yeah. it's like I flip a switch. Um, and I'm very involved, engaged. With my with my events, maybe that's why that I'm not. I'm yeah, maybe that's why I'm not paying any energy or attention to what's happening around sense. me. Um, but that's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's probably a really big misconception for sure. So you actually made me think of one last story that okay. someone sent me, um, and it's not the same, but you'll see where I where okay, okay, okay. the ADHD brain makes the connection. <laughs> So um, this DJ had a weekly gig at this one club, and it's, it's usually pretty packed. Mm -hmm. um, but this one night, it was just very slow, and he just couldn't figure out why. And even the bartenders were like, this is, something feels off. Mm -hmm. um, so in the middle of the set, like an hour or so in, he can hear the door to the back room, because he's like right on stage, right with the back room, right next to him. He hears the door to the back room open, and he looks around, and sees just a completely nude man just sitting there with the door open, looking around, looking very confused. And is just, just looks and then shuts the door. And then the DJ looks at the bartenders and they're like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So apparently what happened was the owner of the club okay. told the managers to shut the club down for the long weekend because he was going to have a swingers party. But the managers forgot to hit send on that email. So the bartenders, the wait staff, the DJs, no one else got the memo and just showed up. And that's why it was so dead, because the owners put on like the website and social media is like closed for the weekend. So it was just the regulars that came and showed up. And no one else knew. But yeah, they were just in the back oh, having a grand old time. What? <laughs> and uh they were about to come out in like I guess get some food or get something to drink at the bar because the owner was like, yeah, I have a bar out there. Yeah. And then was like, oh, nope. And just shut the, shut the door back. What do you do? Like, like what do you I do at that? All right, guys, I guess we're not open today. <laughs> what happens after that? I don't know. And I have no idea what happened next. But like, that's a good point of like, what would you do? You just keep on going. Do you close immediately? I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> like, yes! I say that a lot. You know, yeah. like, that's how most of my skits end. I'm, I don't get paid, I don't get paid enough for this. Oh, man. That is insane. I don't I don't have any... I don't think I have any stories. That's not a that bad crazy. thing. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, like, mean, like, you have to remember, I get like hundreds of stories. And I'll pick like five to ten. Okay. So like, again, it kind of goes on the theme of like... Most interactions in most professions are very neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very neutral. Definitely comes back to that. But it's like, you know, those few that stand out really, like, can impact the career, can deter a career, can derail a career. Like, they still matter. Yeah. Like, even though they're a smaller percentage, how you speak to someone, like, that can stay with you. Oh, 100%. I still think about some of the meanest and nastiest emails parents have sent me. I'm not even a teacher anymore. I haven't taught in years. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Miss Johnson really hurt my ceiling that one day. And I don't want, like, it matters. The point isn't that there's a smaller percentage of those scenarios. The point is that those scenarios are so wild. Mm -hmm. No one gets paid enough to deal with those things, even if it's every once out of a blue moon. Absolutely. And are you going to pay for my therapy? I didn't think no. so. It, it doesn't <laughs> stick with you. It sticks with me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just because for you, like, you had a bad day and you yelled at someone and you forget about it the next day, but you don't know how long that will stay with someone. And yeah. so, like, raising awareness about how some of these professionals are treated is just so important to just be mindful next time yeah. of, like, you know, don't add to their trauma I, we all have some. I agree. 100% I agree. I, I try to be as mindful as I can when engaging with people that might be having a bad day. Yeah. 
or negative time because one, you don't know what they're going through, but exactly. two, you don't know if you would react the same way exactly. to what they're going through. Yeah. So that's like kind of like that. my bottom line with that. I like that a lot. Well, before we go, are there any last minute tips, tricks, advice, anything that you want to leave either for future DJs or something that you really want people to know about DJs or anything along those lines? I think some tips and tricks would be, you know, first off, make sure you're posting content. Because in today's day and age, if you want to start to get your first gig or your 10th gig, whatever the case is, post content, you know, build your awareness. Um, be as verse, as well-versed in music as you can. Um, and I think the bottom line is be unique. Be, be Separate yourself from everyone else. Everyone's just pressing buttons. Yeah. Um, so, you know, do something unique that Stay to separate yourself. Yeah. yeah. If, if you've seen my page, I'm, I'm very energetic and I get comments on it all the time. I love that he, he's DJing, but he's having a good time. He's having so much fun and, and he's dancing. And I'm like, you should see me in person. Cause if you go on my Instagram now, there's a, there's a picture of me upside down in midair oh. because I'm breakdancing at my events. And I, oh, it's I something that's, that. yeah, it's so unique to me that not a lot of other people do, but right. it brings a unique experience. So maybe you're very good on the mic or maybe you, you tell jokes, who, who knows, whatever it is, be that person I like that. and you'll separate yourself. I love that yeah. so much. That's so sweet. Now, one more question. This might even be the most important question that I ask you. Give it to me. I'm humbly requesting that I be bestowed upon a DJ name. Okay. For when I'm in the car and my friends have decided I get the privilege of the auxiliary cord. They have... Okay. Dubbed me. Okay. Let's see. Um... I'm very short. I'm a crazy cat lady. Okay. From New York. New York. Um, live in North Carolina. Um, teacher. Teacher. Ex, former teacher. Ex, ex yeah. Teacher, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Big Apple. <sighs> DJ Big Apple. I love yeah. that. Yeah, DJ Big Apple out. Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for that. On Big Apple. Yeah. I love New that. New York. Okay. Teacher, yeah. Oh, that just made my whole day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for hanging out with us as well. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and hope to see you all next week. Bye, my lovelies. Bye.